Welcome back to Where Are You Really From? I am still in London, yay! And I have a special guest today from actually Norway, but he lives here and he has a British accent. And his name is Thor, which is the most incredible thing I've ever heard. And I want to try to say his last name before he's going to correct me. Uh, is it Skjolberg? Stenhog. Yeah, I think that's quite good. How, how do you how do you pronounce that? I the say uh, Schelberg Stenhaug. Okay, but in, in England Swedish. I just I use Stenhaug. Okay, I just say it like that. But yeah, the, obviously the um, my my first surname Schelberg has like uh, that O with that. How how do you pronounce that O? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so it's like you're a bit clueless, like uh. uh it's a bit like okay. That. Yeah. Okay. I love the Scandinavian accents in general. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are more Thor in the world, or you're the only one, you and him, and the, yeah. the other Thor. <laughs> that would have been such a weird thing, wouldn't it? Uh, like, no. I've, I've never, I've never met anyone. Like, I have to say that if I would guess that there is a country with the name Thor, I would definitely think about like Norway or like Scandinavia. Yeah. Like, yeah. it sounds like a Viking. Enough. Yeah, no. Yeah. In all honesty, it's such a normal name. That, really? That's the thing. It's it's like it's honestly it's like being called Dave. Wow, in, that's in incredible. Yeah, it's such a normal name. And before I moved to England, it was nothing that I had ever thought about in my life. When I moved here, I didn't know that I was going to be a. I'm not going to so say weird. it's a big deal, but it's definitely the first thing that people tell me every time I meet someone. It's I amazing. Yeah, I mean, like, jealous. Are you? Are yeah, you? I wish that my name was Wonder Woman. Like, first name Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman Gavish. <laughs> I also feel like because um, the Avengers films are so popular now, I feel like maybe it's like a bigger deal now. And also, Thor, Thor is amazing. Like, every, yeah, everybody awesome. loves Thor. Yeah, I it's know. It's not like your name is Hulk. And I'm like, ah, yeah. But Thor's not the cool. He's not. He's funny. He is the coolest one. Do you think so? He I, is the coolest one. Yeah, I, I'm a spider. Yeah, I'm a woman. Myself. I'm a woman. All women sure that Thor is the coolest one. Yeah, but that's because Chris Hemsworth is so exactly, sexy. exactly, and that's and, good enough for us. <laughs> but that's him. That's not Besides that, did you did you watch the second part already? Uh, I've watched. Yeah, <gasps> I watched it. All. Oh, I thought I thought you said like no because I've met some people that still didn't watch the, the oh, End Game. Oh no no, I've like, I've watched yeah. it. I watched it in IMAX. I was. I was so mad at them. Yeah. The episode is gonna uh, like I'm gonna upload it in the summer already. So if you didn't hear about any spoilers, so that's your problem. But I was so pissed at what they did to Thor there. Really? Yes. I thought that it's hilarious. It's very funny. But I'm not here for the funny. I want yeah. to see Thor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, no, I. To be fair, I actually agree a bit with that because I also thought it was funny, but I was surprised that. It didn't change. Exactly, I, I me too. I like maybe next scene he's back. To, yeah, yeah. But, but then like I thought about it in the same time. I was waiting to see him, but then I was like, yeah, they, they can't change it right away. No. It's not like yeah, it's because gonna he start, will take a yeah, long time. Yeah, it was a very bad like situation already. But, but it's it's such a weird thing because like it's a funny thing when we see it. But I I had I didn't think that was just gonna be the rest of yeah, you know, me the too. Film. Like at least we got some moments of him from the past. So, yeah, yeah. Because he was so sick in the previous one when, yeah. he, com when he comes back. And you just oh, like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. yeah, but for example, I don't like Captain America. I talked with uh, with another uh, guest two episodes ago with uh, Paul Gannon yeah. about uh, the Avengers and stuff. And we talked about, like, I don't like Captain America. And I'm very glad. I don't know. He's annoying. Is it because he's, he's, he's over, doing the right thing? Overacting. 
Oh, you do, do you not like the I actor? don't, yeah, I don't like, I, I don't know, like, I didn't see the actor in, like, different things, mm. but in this specific character, I just feel, like, too much and too fake, and I'm like, oh, come on. Really? Yeah. I can, I don't know, to be fair, I might be, I think, like, I didn't used to like Captain America that much, but that was mainly just because he's always like, oh, I'm so confused, I always want to do the right thing, <laughs> da, 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 da. Okay. But then, now I, I did really like it. I, I, I think liked I'm gonna, how I'm, this thing ended. Yeah, yeah I, I liked how it ended because I, I like the idea of like a black Captain America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, we are, there's so many spoilers yeah, that, here that's, now. That's, so. I, I don't care if you didn't watch it yet. Yeah. That's your problem. Like, that's the thing that I, I watched like, it oh my the first God. night. Did you? Yes. Oh, it was the midnight, did you watch this midnight screening? Or? Yes, like 11.15. It started like probably like 11.40. And I left the cinema at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I was so tired. And there's so many people. And a guy with a, with a camera from the news oh, like, yeah? interviewed yeah. people after the movie. And it was 3 a.m. felt so bad for him. Where did you watch it? In, in Boston. Country? In, in Boston, Boston, yeah. Because yeah. that's yeah. obviously that's where you live. Yeah. 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 So I live in Boston now. So why did you move to to London? Um, so actually... Oh, but, and yeah. by the way, where, where are you from in Norway? I'm from a place called Bergen in Norway, Bergen? which is, I think it's the most rainy place in Europe. Really? It rains More about, than here? Yeah, oh, so wow. much more than there. I think, I, I, rem, I think it rains 265 days a year in Bergen. Oh it's my like God. insane. It's insane. Wow, that's so sad. I know, I know, but you just get used to it. So like, in, like people like complain about the weather in London, but I, like I'm on holiday. It feels <laughs> like I'm on holiday. It's my vacation. Yeah. No, no. So I'm, uh, that's where I'm from. It's from the west coast, so second biggest city in Norway, actually. After oh, Australia. really? Okay. Um, and um, yeah, I, I've lived there since I was ten. So yeah, I basically. Well, you lived there. where? So before I was ten, I lived in. I live close to Oslo, which is okay. on the East Coast. So even now, like, I've all my life, I've always spoke differently to everyone else because I moved from the East Coast to the West Coast. So the the, the accents are different? Yeah, they're so different. Oh, my God. And we're not even talking... We're talking, like, dialects, so, like, all the words are different as well. All right. So I was Makes sort of... Sense. I was, like, the outsider by far, like, because I had such a weird accent. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah... So people ask you in Norway where you're really from, or yeah, even now when I go back and see my mom because my mom stays in Bergen. If I'm getting the bus or something, like they treat me like I'm a tourist. They like oh, that's explain. good. That's good. That's nice. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, it I, is. I found out about it when I moved to Boston and it just arrived, and people were so nice to me. And after a few months, they're like, "Oh, you're staying? Okay." <laughs> Talk to <laughs> us like next year. I'll book you to a show or something. Really? But yeah, when you just arrive to a place, people are like, "Oh my God, you're a tourist! Let me help you. Let yeah. me show you everything." And after I like, ah, oh, no, you're here now. Oh, you live here. Okay. But why did you move to Boston? My mom lived in uh, in Western Massachusetts. Oh. Uh, she was a Hebrew teacher, and I went to visit her. I didn't plan to stay, and then I stayed. Mm. And I met my husband, and then we got married, and. And then, yeah, and my mom went back to Israel and I'm staying there. In Israel? Oh, yeah. So she's not in the No, the she States moved last, last summer. She moved to oh, Israel. Man. Yeah, well, I guys, know. Did you move out to the States for her and then yeah. she just moved back again? Yeah, I felt like maybe she's trying to run away from me and she's yeah. just being nice. with like, oh, yeah, come to visit me. And like, just a visit. Uh, <laughs> no, she's running away from me. I don't know. Would you ever move like back home again? I don't think so. No? No, would you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, cause I don't know. I I love England, but I feel 
I, I'm always going to be a Norwegian. Do you never feel like yeah, that? Like, yeah, I, you know, no, like I, some I would, of the references that people talk about here, I didn't I have will, I will always be an Israeli, that's yeah. for sure. Also, I'm not going to work on my accent in the beginning. You, you know that you can take, like, classes, classes to work yeah. on accent. And I'm like, no, I'm going to keep it forever. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's spatial, yeah, and it's unique. And, and people understand me. It's not like... No, it's not like... Pretending. It's not like Paris. <laughs> Parisian people like would even not gonna try to understand you if you try to speak French and you make some I don't know grammar mistakes. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're so confused. Did you speak French as well? Yeah. 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 And it's That's my amazing. third language, so yeah. So obviously my French is not amazing, and Parisian people make it so much more difficult than uh. it is. But how can you speak French? Where is that coming from? Uh, so in Israel, we have to take uh, another. So we start to speak, to learn English in school, I think, like second or third grade. Yeah. And then after that, on seventh grade, you have to pick like Arabic or French. There's some schools what, what that it's only time? Arabic, like seventh grade. Oh, okay. Yeah. So quite early, to be honest. Yeah. So it's basically like this. We call it second language. Yeah. But, but it's second after English. So it's third language. So yeah, yeah. it's third. Yeah. To be fair, it's the same in Norway, just that... um. I did like Spanish, Spanish yeah. but I can't remember. I did it for three years. Can't yes, remember anything. I, I didn't. I didn't learn much in, in school. I learned like mostly after school. Because did you did gigs in in you Paris? Did, in Paris. Yeah, in what did you do them in in French? Uh, this time English. I did only in English. Yeah, I had I a show in, in French and it got cancelled, but. But they did like French. But can sets. you do sound a bit? That yeah, so I did. It, it is hard. Yeah. First, because of the language, and then second, like you can't improvise, and it's sometimes like yeah. hard. The fact for me, it's hard that I know that I something's going to say something, and I'm like I don't have that freedom. Yeah, that like. Yeah, so no, I, I get that a lot. Not not so much anymore, but I would definitely be better at freestyling in Norwegian. I think. Yeah. Than English. Yeah. But now I'm getting to the point that when I go back to Norway. I say I use a lot of English words, okay, and I yeah, can't remember the Norwegian words. And but I do like very effortlessly. I don't go. Oh, I, I just say the English words because people understand. Oh it. yeah, but people I, understand. But I get a lot. Scandinavia. From... It's like the I don't know. Like when I lived in Sweden for a few months. Oh yeah. And I was so impressed. Like five years old kids were speaking, speaking so much English, better yeah. English than me. It's incredible. Yeah, I. I mean, and also the accent. Do you think so? Yeah, but the yes. accents are very. They're very Scandinavian, I think. Yes, but it's very similar to English. So for me, that's that. In the beginning, when I just arrived, I hated Swedish. I was like, "Oh my god, that's annoying." Yeah. And then after a few days, I just realized it's just like English, and also the the accent and everything. So I was like, "All right, that's easy. Like sit, sit, come, come." Yeah, it's yeah, like, that's incredible. Oh yeah, that is so true, then to I, be honest. So even now, like when I listen to Swedish, I can get some words. I'm like, oh my god, I can understand like what they said. I love that you moved to Sweden and you were like, I hate Swedish. <laughs> yeah, the la- no, the language. I didn't realize like how annoying it's. It sounds annoying. <clears throat> Do you think you so? Don't... I think it sounds really in Norway because obviously Norwegian and Swedish are so similar. Yes, but it, there was a time where like Norwegian artists would like sing in Swedish instead of Norwegian. Because the Swedish language is more melodic, like yes, it's more melodic, yes. and the Norwegian language is more staccato. Like the melody festivalen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're very they melodic about everything. Um, they like the word melody, like melody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jobby. Like the melody festival. That's like for me when I arrived there, it's such a big thing. I'm like, that's only a Eurovision, that which is, is happening right now in Israel. Oh, it's, oh, it's on. Is it on mm-hmm. Saturday? Yes. So the I. 
I think Swedish uh, Sweden uh, passed that for I, I didn't actually watch it. No, I don't no. watch it either. But, but they have a lot of gay friends that are very <laughs> obsessed with Eurovision. They have a lot of gay friends that are very obsessed with Sweden. Yeah. And and it's it comes together like Scandinavia, Eurovision. Yeah. And also a lot of gays. Not only gays, but a lot of gays. I uh, Sweden on. Famously known for being good at Eurovision. Though. I like, thought that you were going to say like a Swedish for, for being gay. <laughs> I have a good friend from from Sweden. is a is a comedian. He's gay, and he's right now in the Eurovision in Tel Aviv. And, and he, he went once to Tel Aviv. I got him like some shows, and he really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's cool. I feel like the comedy world that I have is like it's incredible. I'm sending people from around the world like, oh yeah, you're going to Paris. Let me talk to people. It's, it's amazing. It's so cool because you have that thing to connect through. I yes, suppose, yes. Like even, even now with the podcast, I'm meeting so many people and, mm. and random people, and I'm like, it's it's amazing. Gigging is like the best. Yeah. So to, uh, okay, actually, to answer your question, why did I move to uh, London? Yes. So what I actually did was I went to drama school, uh, so acting school in Liverpool. That's what happened. All right. So in Liverpool, that's very specific. I know. So I was, <laughs> yeah, I know it's weird, isn't it? So I was uh, 21 and I got into this uh, drama school that I really want to go to called Lipa, which is like, it's a drama school in Liverpool, but it's like started by Paul McCartney. It's funny that you said that, right? Just like with, I don't know. Pardon? So it sounded very Norwegian. Lipa. 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 Oh, yeah. Lipa. Uh, yeah. Lipa. We, say, we actually say Lipa. Uh, but there are a lot of Norwegians who go there, and um, yeah, and it has like, yeah, like it just, yeah, it has a good name, it's a good repetition. And uh, I got into that school, and I just couldn't say no. It was where I really want to go because my acting teacher, he went to the same school. Oh, that's great! And like your acting teacher in, in Norway, Norway, but he, he was English. He was English. I had two two of them, men, but one of them was English, and just came to Norway to teach acting for six months, and I was so inspired by him. That's amazing. So you want to be an actor or you want to be a comedian no, or you want to be like no, everything? No, I I don't know. Now I definitely now I'm de- I, I definitely work a lot more on comedy than yeah. I do with acting. But I wanted I thought I wanted to be an actor. And and no, I did It's I very still, similar like It is similar and, and I still want to be an actor and I am by degree an actor and I have an acting agent. But um but I probably enjoy comedy more. Because you create something out of you nothing. You create I'm and, so and, it's, so, it goes and well. it's so real and yeah. it's you and you're not acting any other character, mm. which that's my favorite thing about comedy. And also, if, not, if something doesn't work, uh, comedy is like, in many ways, it's so, you know, if you have a joke and no one laughs, you're like, okay, the joke isn't working, got to fix it or got to scrap it. Yeah. Like, it's very black and white in that sense. And also, if something isn't working, you can just fix it straight away. Like, and it's so easy to know. Yeah, I think that's why I like like it so much. But yeah, so I moved to Liverpool, and I lived there for three years. Went to drama school, got my acting degree and everything. But at the end of drama school, I knew I wanted to move to London, and do stand up. I, I was sure of it. I did. So like, you didn't do stand up before London. No. Well, I did a show in at the end of drama school with a friend of mine. We called it. It was basically stand-up, but we called it a story storytelling show. Okay. Because like, if no one laughed, I just oh telling my God. a story. That's, <laughs> that's, you know that's I mean? good. That's good. But it, there it, are many storytelling shows in Boston. Is it? It, yeah. it is a big thing, like storytelling. But I don't it was know. Just like, but it was like because it was personal <laughs> stories, but not everything had to be. Yeah. Funny, but. I but love it, doing those shows. I cannot understand people that going to watch those shows though. Really? 
Yeah, like how boring your life can be that you're going to listen to other people that you don't know stories. So yeah, so it's like personal stories. No, but a good it's story is a good story. Like yeah, that's true. But that's but still, like, like to go to an open mic of story, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. So I like the ones that are like very in, like I don't know that you know the people around you, and usually it's like comedians going to perform, and they're more going, so you know them already, and. So then when you hear their story, it's like, all right. Like, yeah, you like you know the people. And obviously, but to like, random people that you never met and you're not going to meet after that, I'm like, why, why are you doing like, that? If it's a good story, like you always remember a good story. Like, yeah, that's true. But, but it has to be a good story. It can't just be like, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, we... I'm not I, good in storytelling. I, you know, I, I think I'm like naturally a good storyteller, but I don't tell many stories on stage because I find it very hard because... I don't to, know. Keep, to keep it good and yeah. like funny and everything together, that's yeah. really hard. It is hard. Yeah, I'm trying to work on my one-woman show now and build like stories out of it. Yeah. And hopefully it will work. Uh, yeah. But I, I feel like that's the best comedy that you can bring. Like Great to story. put all your jokes in one story. And that's, I don't know. If, if you tell really good, people would remember it better. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They, I, th- I think that you, I think people remember stories a lot easier than jokes. You oh, know, yeah. Just like... Yeah, like I'm doing comedy for 14 years. I've met so many comedians in my journey. I barely remember other people's jokes. Yeah, yeah, which is good for me because I can't blame myself of like stealing. I'm like, I don't remember seriously anything. I don't remember my jokes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm always afraid of that. That I I come up with a joke and then I'm like, have I heard that somewhere? And I don't realize. It happened to me once, and but it wasn't my fault. So when I just started doing comedy, I was 15 years old. And there was a guy, yeah, and there was a guy that was like a regular in the club. He used to do like weekends and stuff. Yeah. And so I did like maybe a couple of open mics already. And then I wanted to go with my friends. I think it was like New Year's Eve or something. Mm. So I wanted to go to see uh, some stand-up. So I I took my friends with me and I saw that guy on stage and it, it was so funny. And then he said one of my jokes. He said one of your jokes? Yes. And it's wow. very specific. It's a joke. Actually, like you would understand it. It's a joke. I can't tell it in the United States because no one understands it. Uh, it's a joke. It's a joke about the moomins. Okay. Oh, that, as in yeah. yeah. It, it was a bad joke, but but it was still my joke. And I I said, wow, I didn't tell it since I don't know, like maybe ten years ago. Uh, but I used to say that I don't understand that show because everyone is naked, but moomin mama. She's wearing an apron. Like, yeah. what are you hiding there? <laughs> and something like, oh, when they go to the to the beach, they wear like swimming suits. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I even don't remember what was the the joke. I think. Oh, and I had another thing that I used to say about it that I really liked because it was a real story from one of the episodes. Um, that mom and papa said something like, uh, uh, so, someone called him hippopotamus, and he was so pissed. I was like, I'm not a hippo. I'm mom and papa. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that doesn't make sense even more now. So, so yeah, so that I used to say that yeah. on stage. And so, yeah, so that, that comedian just, like, basically said, uh, I don't understand the moomins. They wow. go to the beach. They were, like, swimming. So, and I was like, oh, that's my joke. And it was, like, 15 years old. And then after, after the show, I went to him. And I was like, hey, do you remember me? Like, I did the open mic, like, a few times. And uh, that's kind of my joke that yeah. you said. And it was like, Oh yeah, that's my joke, but like it's okay. You can still do that if you want. And I was like, oh my god! And then I was real. I was like, maybe, maybe I heard him doing that somewhere, oh. and it was so scared, so I just stopped doing that joke. And then, like a few months later, 
another comedian came to me and he was like, I have a question. Why did you stop doing the moment's uh, joke? Yeah. And I was like, oh, because it's not mine. It, it's like this guy's. And he was like, oh, he stole it in your face and he's bragging about it now. Wow, so he just, yes, well, so he, he yes, just and he went you? to, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was 15 and I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like, but he's, he's, ni- he's nice with me. He's like, why yeah. would you do that? So that guy went to yell at him and he was like, don't do that anymore. Like, what else? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and then I realized, okay, comedy life is not as fun as you imagine. Comedians are, I think, like, the first meeting I had with, like, the comedy world, I was I was 18, but I didn't start doing stand-up, but I, when I was 18, I worked, uh, I volunteered at, like, my, the comedy club in my city, in Norway, and I would just do, like, do, like, front of house, like, sell tickets, or maybe just, like, help out with chairs or whatever, because uh, I really wanted to do stand-up, but I just felt so young, like... I, oh, wow, uh, that's incredible. Yeah, but it, no, you started like, at 15. That's nah, right. incredible. Yeah. Like, for, for me, it's an advantage because I feel like to start now, I would never be able to do that. Mm. It's scary. But no. when you're 15, you, you're fucking stupid and you don't realize what's going on but in the world. But when you're 15, so it's also like when you care so much about what everyone else thinks about you. Oh, uh, no, so I never had that you problem. You didn't have no, that. No, I looked like a boy. I was wearing like boys' clothes. I was, <laughs> I was such a disgusting tomboy. Did you talk about that on stage? Uh, no. No? When I was 15, no. I, I had like very stupid, not funny jokes about the moomins and about <laughs> teachers and about things that like a 15 years old think about. Because yeah. when you're there, you, you don't really think about like, oh my God, like maybe I'll try to be smart. And then now there's like that thing that so many kids, comedians and their parents are behind them, writing them jokes. And yeah. Like, don't do that. Because then they joke. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that is a bit weird. It's bad. But yeah, no, so I, but uh, yes, yeah, so I was 18, but I, I mean, the people there were lovely, but I definitely realized that comedians, you know, maybe had like a bit of a darker side to them than what yeah. I realized as a kid. Obviously now when you're in it, I'm like, okay, everyone's fucked yeah <laughs> uh, obviously obviously that's not true but I mean like, it's, no, it's a classic everyone. joke that uh, yeah. comi- uh, like a lot of like, it's a classic joke that all comedians have like a lot of issues and bad mental health and stuff like that yeah that's and, why I'm against those parents that are trying to push their kids to be a comedian I'm yeah. like that's not that like, that's not a glamour life that you think it is no not at all <laughs> it's probably like when I tell people that I do stand up a lot of people are like oh awesome but I'm like it, it is cool, but some, you know, some of the things you do, you're just like, this is the least glamorous thing in yeah. the world. A lot of comedians, like for me, I know that it, there are a few comedians like me. I've met a lot of, like, not a few, like the majority are very depressed and very uh, sad. And I hate that, especially in the United States. That's something they find like so disturbing. Mm. Because for me, like the whole idea of like being a comedian is I want to make other people happy. I want to like make the world better. Yeah. And then people are going up and saying, like, yeah, so I see my therapist and I wanted to kill myself. Like, shut up. Like, no, don't do that. If if it makes people laugh, though. If it makes people laugh. Yeah, it is. Like, at some point, like, like, you know, even if they laugh, they would be like, yeah, that's hard. Like, life stuff. Yeah. For me, I want to, like, yeah, don't worry. Like, I have jokes about, like, being dumped before and... And usually girls would never admit, so I, I like to ask that question because it's 99% of the time, like, there's quiet and, like, is there any girl that admitted someone broke up with her and everyone is so quiet and like, oh, come on, like, yeah. don't lie. <laughs> and and I, I feel like my, my place is, like, to explain them that it's okay, like, we've all been there. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah, because you have that song that you Yes, yeah, so I have That's the song, the breakup song. song, yeah, thanks. The way you go into that song, 
It's so good. And what, the what song, you? it's it's actually, it's a true story. Like Is all it? those moments. Yeah. Like, I, he told me that we need to do the conversation. And I'm like, oh my God, the conversation. And I knew the conversation Everyone already. Everyone knows about it, yeah. Yeah. And then I had to go to his house and he was like, I want to talk before we're going to, we plan to go to the beach together. Mm. And I went on my way and I knew exactly what he's going to talk about. And I'm like, oh my God, and I'm knocking on his door and I'm like, oh fuck, I can't believe it. Like, this is happening. Like, just tell me on the phone. It's okay. It's really? fine. Would you yeah, want for that me, on yes. the phone? Yes, it wasn't that like a serious okay. relationship. So, so for me, I was like, just, ah, are you serious? And also I'm a comedian, so I don't take those things that serious when it happens they yeah. take it like after that you like when I'm alone and I'm like oh fuck another guy yeah. <laughs> woke up with me that's um, hard like I think like because I recently became single now and I think like did she broke up with you did she break up with you or <laughs> this is gonna sound like such a joke but it was quite mutual to be honest oh come on <laughs> I know that's what your song is about yeah uh, it was um, so she lived in Liverpool uh, and I lived here did you study together we did, but she was two years below me. And we were okay. together for three years, so together for a long time. Uh, and it, it, I think, like, the distance... Oh, yeah, it's hard. Distance is hard, but it's also the fact that I'm so busy with my world down here, and she's so busy with her world up there. Oh, okay, so she's, is she busy Oh, too? no, she's so busy. That's good, that's um, good. <laughs> we would all be like often like discuss who was the busiest almost like there oh was my a competition. god it's hard i'd be like it's me and she's like no it's me and i'm <laughs> like i don't know uh, but um but yeah so you know love sort of got lost I suppose. yeah yeah but it's it, hard it's hard like long it's all like that because like we still like um it's it's weird because we still like love it like love each other and there's there was no and i am and i mean i'm really grateful that it wasn't like a we didn't break up for some stupid reason for three years like i'm only 24 and three years are like a long time when you're 24 it is i don't think i'm at any point uh i'm with my husband like less than three years yeah 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 so you know it's like Like we we got married like very fast and I, I don't think that we would ever, like, really get married, like, in a big wedding and stuff if my situation wasn't like that. Mm. But we got married very fast uh, in the city hall to just start the process. Yeah. And then we did, like, a big wedding a year after on the same day. To... Oh, yeah. But, yeah, like, wh- when we told our parents, like, oh, yeah, we got married for me to be able to stay in the yeah. United States. Uh, so we told them all also that we're going to do, like, a big thing. We didn't do such a big thing, but we did, like, something very nice with the family. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't think that we, any of us is like a marriage material. Like he's a comedian too. Oh really? So yeah, I yeah. don't think that. Like I, we like the fact that we're married, but we don't take it as like seriously I, or like. like as we, do, we do take it like seriously as like a couple and like love and everything. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I feel like marriage it's it doesn't have to be like with all the paperwork and all those oh, yeah. stupid, stupid things. What would you think you would have got married? I just in life. I think I think that at some point I yeah. might do because right now I would ne- I would never know basically. Hmm. Uh, but I think one like at some point it's like I have songs that I don't want to have kids, but then like with the time I'm like yeah okay the body starts to work and I'm a woman and I don't know it's like a natural thing that the body is kind of like oh you do want and I'm you like, do want a kid oh fuck no I don't and That's it's weird. kind of like yeah I I definitely want a kid but I'm. And I think I just have been for so many years. She's been like, yeah, in ten years maybe, or like it. Oh yeah, yeah definitely not now. Like, no, yeah. But I'm, but I'm also like, yeah. will there ever come a time where I'm just like, now? 
this is the really time. no I don't know I don't think I don't know if there will come a time where I just go this is yeah the that, that's hit. true that's true but for me I was like the world is crazy I'm too stressed about my life to yeah. be more stressed about other people's life like no how old uh, were your parents when they had you uh, my mom didn't want to have kids at all oh and she was 32 good. and she got pregnant and then they got married for the baby basically for me and I was in my parents wedding uh. I think she was like fourth the fourth uh, month maybe okay when, yeah and they got married, and then after a year, they got divorced, so... Oh, really? But yeah, she kept the baby. She realized that, like, if it's not going to happen now, it would never happen. She was mm. 32. And so you're she, a single... Yeah, so my mom was... Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, like, from my father, I have, like, three siblings, so... Okay. Yeah. yeah, but from my mom, I'm the only child, and she keeps telling me that it's the best decision she ever did, and I'm like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> it was such a good, lonely life if... <laughs> I'm, oh, I, I, I mean, my parents just met in a pub and that, <laughs> they were never together. They were together for one night and one oh, night really? only. Yeah. Oh, my God. But they were really... So you don't, you don't have siblings? Uh, I have a half-brother, so okay. on my mom's side, but he's 11 years younger than me. So okay. But it's I, still like... I grew, yeah, yeah, no, he... Um, oh, and obviously I never... I just call him my brother, but um, yeah. I grew up for a lot, a lot of my life as a single child as well. It's um, good. Yeah, All yeah. You get anything you want. <laughs> You have two houses. You have two everything. Yeah, my my dad, but my dad lived on the other side of Norway, so I had okay. to fly. Oh my god! But since I was like, from I was uh, five, I think I used to fly alone. So oh, that's, do you see that? You see kids yeah, and they have like yeah, I'm traveling alone. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, that's I like... was one of those kids just like <laughs> flying alone at five years old. Wow. Uh, just How is the comedy scene in Norway? I've never. It's good, you know. I've I've actually never done stand up in Norway. Are you gonna do that next time that you're gonna go there, or? Uh, maybe maybe not next time, but I will do it. Yeah, I will probably. Do it. But you know, I mean, I'm sure you know what it's like. A lot of the jokes that I have, I'm like, no, it's I'm not sure it's if I can just type, translate yeah. it. I don't think it'll work. So I can say that the English comedy scene is the closest to the Swedish comedy scene. Mm-hmm. The, and also like the crowd in Sweden, I bet that it's like the entire Scandinavian people because Scandinavian people are so nice. Yeah. Like so nice and so real about it. Like Americans sometimes would be very nice to you, but it would be also very fake. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's something they found like, oh my God, I love your shoes. And I've like, heard that. People yeah, say that. I've yeah, they say all, that. The, all the time. And then, and sometimes they would ask you a question about something that you have and they even not waiting for an answer. Like, oh my God, I love your hair. Where did you get it done? And I love your shoes. Wow, you're so pretty. And that's it. Yeah. Like they just ask you a random question. They're not waiting for an answer. That's they annoying. Keep like, yeah, it's like very fake. I'm like, I don't believe you like my shoes. I don't think like, yeah, I guess maybe Norwegians are more... They're, they're more real. Like more when real they're nice, when were they nice to me? I knew that they're very they're nice. Dimensive. And yeah, so so I remember the the like the Swedish comedy scene is pretty new, actually. So it's the Norwegian I, in many yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started in 2010 when I lived there. That was my first set in English, oh, and shit. it was so bad. It was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> like it's all the English is my. It's amazing now for me, but. But I, I can talk, I can improvise, I can like, but no, over there, like I still have a recording from my iPhone 3 of, no. the, yeah, of the first show and sometimes it jumps in my memories on Facebook and I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing. But did, did people laugh at all? Yes. Oh, really? That's what yeah, I was like, good. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the, the, the Swedish crowd is very, very supportive and yeah. very nice and... 
And yeah, I, th- I felt like, so I have no idea how I had that confident back then because my English wasn't that good, but I, I kind of like, and also another thing that I did, I tried to translate Hebrew words or Hebrew expressions to English. So it sounds ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. Because, it, like no one yeah. speaks like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, let me hear you. And I'm like, yeah, you don't say that. Let me, like, <laughs> let me hear you a little bit. I want to, it doesn't sound the same. Like, yeah. No, I've, I've, I, that, that's my worry as well, to be honest, that just a lot of my, and obviously like when I'm here, I have to make like Thor jokes. It's not like the thing that I have to do <laughs> yeah, to like break. It. It's a weird thing, but, but if I did it in Norway, people would be like, what are you talking about? Yes, but that's another thing that you can do. Like you can teach them that it's, this is an amazing thing when you go back to where you're from and you tell them like, what is it like that? It's like me talking about the American dream in Europe. Yeah. Like people have no idea what's going on with the American dream. For them, it sounds like, oh my God, it's like, it's just, you go to America, you get a green card and that's it. Your life is perfect. Like, no, you still need to work. You still need to pay taxes. Yeah. Your life just started and everything is different. The culture is weird. They have like a McDonald's culture and, yeah. and it's, it's different and, and you find yourself alone and everything. And, and the American dream, it's not like you it's not hear about it. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, no. So I feel like when you're there talking about something that people don't realize, it's even funnier. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And it could be. And I, I haven't actually worked on it a lot at, at all. But um, no, I know I definitely will do it in Norway. And the Norwegian scene is obviously a lot smaller than the British one. Oh there yeah. There are a lot of really good comedians in Norway. Like that. I'm. You know. You know. So good that it's. <laughs> Yeah, like some people, they're so good that I I feel like it's a shame that the rest of the world can't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure there is in in, in In every country. In Israel, we have some too. Yeah. They can be like, oh my God. This is so funny. Yeah, this is so good. But it would never work in different languages sometimes. Yeah. Because the sense of humor is different. The the way that they're standing on stage is different. Yeah. It's just a cultural thing. Yeah, exactly. The the things we talk about. I definitely feel like maybe... Someone told me, said the other day that... Asked if the Norwegian uh, humor was as dry as the British humor. Is that something you find, like the so British humor I, to be dry? No, so I don't. I don't find the British humor dry at all. But I would find the Swedish one. I, I don't. I've never listened to like a Swedish set and saw it with subtitles. So I don't know about like the yeah. the Swedish scene like that. But uh, the comedians that I've met in 2010, some of them became very famous because it was such a small community and such like a baby build community yeah so it was easier for them to become like, maybe you know them i don't know like, less competition yeah yeah so so i remember that, like i did comedy for five years and it was there's the guy that like just started but he became like something he was working on writing for television and stuff mm. and i gave him some ideas and he was like wow you're so talented and i was like Oh my God, I'm not, like, seriously, believe me, I'm not. Like, I just started, too. I'm, like, doing that for five years, maybe, and it's nothing. Um, but, yeah, so so there's a guy, Kojo Akolor. You heard about him? Nah, so, but I don't know about but, any Swedish comedians. It's funny because even there, the biggest names are Jewish and black. Like, not, like, either Jewish or black, but... but it's really? ama- Yeah, it's, like, for me, like, that's the Americans... Yeah, comedians like Jewish, black, oh black, and yeah. now there's like a lot of uh, a lot of Indians, a lot of Pakistanians, but but I don't know. I guess like five, ten years ago, it was mostly Jewish and black people. And yeah, I, yeah, that that's like uh, especially a Jew, Jews yeah. are like the stereotype, yeah. I suppose. How's the Boston scene? Uh, I don't like it very much, to be honest. Really? I, 
you can't uh, you can't actually make your living out of comedy at all yeah. unless you're famous but you have to have a day job to pay rent and stuff because you get nothing basically even yeah. if you're a headliner you might get like 20 bucks or 30 bucks but but not a lot no sometimes 50 bucks but, but, your, but your husband's rare. a comedian as well he is but he also has his day job he's working now do you know the duck tours they have it here too I know oh, they, they, yeah, the, the series ba- yeah. no 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 the, no the bus that goes in the water oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so oh, doctors doctors I you said doctors oh, oh no he's not yeah. a doctor yeah, my mom and I, like, every time we try to explain people that he's working for the Boston doctors, yeah. like, oh, is he a doctor? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, he's telling jokes on a boat. Yeah. And it also goes on the sea, well, in the, in the land. So, so yeah, he's working for them now, for the Boston doctors. But so he's you guys, would, would you guys ever move, do you think, to somewhere where you oh, could yeah, definitely. do more for, comedy? For me, yes. Where like would you he, want to go? Like, So the only options in the United States would be, like, New York or... LA basically with yeah. all the opportunities and everything and I feel like I'm kind of tired of the weather after a few years there so I'm just like so like LA is like I LA want is it where better. you want to go yeah. what about Chicago isn't that like a big thing uh, so I've never been to Chicago I'm going actually at the end of August so mm. I'm going to be there with my show uh, but I, I heard that the scene is amazing there but, but still like most of the opportunities that you're going to have it's going to be like New York and LA yeah yeah that's also, so the competition is like hard. Yeah, immense. I mean, yeah. probably yeah, even more so than in Britain. Yeah. So, so for me, something that I'm trying to take from Boston is the experience, and I'm trying to work on. I'm building kind of like a. I like to imagine it as a fanny pack with a lot of tools, like scripts and and shows and and ideas and podcasts, and and then like I'm gonna go to LA when when it's full. When yeah, I have when a you're lot ready. Of things, yeah, when I have a lot of things to to show. Because otherwise, like if you go like that, and you just it's just basically to start everything from the beginning all over again, and I've done that too many times already. Uh, and I'm like, I don't want to do that again. Like to start to go to open mics. Yeah, like, no. yeah. But would you? Do you know like your style with um? You know, because when I saw you, you play, you played a song on guitar. Yeah. Is that something you've always done? Because that's like a tool in many it's ways. So, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's actually something that I had one song that I wrote. I think it was 2009 in Israel. And when I moved to Boston, I just realized that it's like I did my last show in Israel. And then people like for a month kept telling me like, wow, the song is amazing. It's still stuck in my head. And I was like, really? That might be interesting. So yeah. then I translated it to English and I was like, all right, I can write more jo- more songs. So I have, I think right now, like 15 songs already. Okay. Yeah. So I'm working on that too. Uh, and I'm going to put that in my show as well. So Because that's nice if you do like a show because it breaks it up. Really yeah. nicely, like yeah, it's, it's like a nice. Yeah, it's so different from. Ev- I do find else. some of the songs like work more and work less sometimes, and it's yeah. the same song, and I'm like, why you're not laughing? Why the, it's it's stressful to sing a song on stage. Yeah, yeah. I find it sometimes like I'm really scared, like because sometimes there's like parts that usually people would laugh, and then there's some crowd that wouldn't laugh in that part and be like, oh my god, why are they like why they're not laughing like. I'm not a musician. I'm a comedian. Please laugh. Please laugh. Please laugh, or else, yeah, or else you're just like singing a song. Yeah, I know. And, and sometimes I'm really stressed about it. I'm like, I don't know. Like yeah. I have, I find it a lot. Like I have a, a song called the the attention song, and I don't call it the attention song. That's the punchline, basically. But it's it starts like, there's one more thing we need from you, from the man, from a man, and everything. And it's like, I need attention. I need attention. for, And I just keep saying attention, like, so loud and so <laughs> annoying. And I know that you're hugging me right now, but I need more attention. <laughs> and 
And yeah, usually people would laugh and it starts like slow and it will build. And and sometimes it would stuck and they would laugh the same and I'd be like, oh, come on, come on, please laugh harder. Yeah. So well, I just... You sort of have that with all types of comedy though. You know, like yeah. no one... Yeah, yeah. yeah even with a joke that you used to tell and then sometimes they don't laugh the same or don't laugh in the right places. It yeah. happens too. But that's funny when you say like right places because I know you, we shouldn't think like that, but if you definitely is. do think it like is, that, you're like, you're like, no, but I want you to laugh here or like maybe... Yeah, like that's still something I'm like work figuring out. Do you have jokes that you find not funny and people like? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, I, yeah. That's uh, yeah, and <laughs> or, or like things that I tried once and people laugh, and I'm like, really? That's so funny. I, I have now something that I started as a weird improv, and and they laughed so hard, and I was like, is that funny? And I till today, I, don't, I have no idea why. I I still tell that, and I told it even here now in in the UK and. I say, uh, I started the show, I'm like, I'm from Israel, and I'm living the American dream, and it's better than the Israeli dream to make peace with the Palestinians. Oh, yeah, yeah, and when I, I, I say that, that like, people are laughing already, and I'm like, what? Is that funny? Really? Like, I, I, do, I still don't understand why people are laughing. The thing think, is that, like, if people laugh, you just gotta... <laughs> oh, yeah, so I keep saying that, but, like... Like, for me, the funnier part would be that I'm saying it's like it's still better than the Israeli dream to make peace with the Palestinian, but that's not my dream. I live my American dream. Yeah. So, for me, that's the punchline. That's why I found funny, but I don't understand why they're laughing harder when I'm saying which is to make peace with the Palestinians. I find it sad. Yeah. I feel like that's bad. That's well, not really like. We don't know important. any. I obviously, like, everyone knows about the conflict, but. But we don't really know about the conflict. Yes, oh, I, like, I a lot think, of people don't. Really I think know that about people it. just like laugh out of like they're kind of like uncomfortable. Like, oh my god, you said Palestinians. Like, I think that that's my guess why people are laughing from that mm. part. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know either. To be honest, like, I, I, I remember laughing when you said it. But I, oh yeah, I, everyone I, is laughing all the time, and I, I'm always confused. Like, and I just started like I think like a month or a couple of months, month ago. Yeah, I said it as a like even not part of my set. It was just like but improvising do you, do you it. You ever have like jokes that like you write them and you're like, oh my god, this is really good, and then people and then you like, you know you keep doing it, but then like maybe after a month you almost like you almost lose the joke or like it yeah. didn't work yeah, as yeah, well yeah, anymore. It happened or... to me. Yeah, I I, I, oh, I yeah, keep happening with me now, like and it's so annoying because I'm like, okay, so this is safe. This is done. People are laughing, or maybe not done, but like this, I don't know. People will laugh at this. I'm gonna try out some new stuff. And then sometimes I'll try a new stuff and some of, it, some of it will work. But then when I try, like, the safe things, people aren't laughing. I'm like, but I, well, this was what, this was like my safety bit. What, what, yeah. what do you mean you don't laugh at this? And you laugh at the other thing? Like, yeah. I just wrote that today. Like, yeah, yeah. That, yeah I it happened to me. And also it happened to me that I had jokes that I didn't have any faith in. And, oh, yeah. And it did. It's, I think that because I didn't have any faith in it, it didn't work that well. But then at some point I kept saying that and kind of like build the confidence with it so that that's it became so like much better to, that means so much like yeah people can tell straight away if you don't think it's funny oh definitely and you really that's what when i i started doing stand-up my um my delivery wasn't that good because i was just not sure if anyone was gonna laugh at anything yeah and the more confidence you have and obviously the more you i'm not gonna say perform it but the more you commit to the joke yeah i think it's really important but i also have the other thing that and this happened. This literally happens every gig that I'm trying a new material. I have one joke that I've written, and I'm like, "This is genius. This is so good." 
people are gonna come up to me and be like, "Man, that joke was so good." I I'm do. an Asian. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah. everyone. Just like that joke, man. And I do the joke. It never fucking works. And oh like, it doesn't God. work at all. It's what not is like the joke? a chuckle. Like no, it, there's loads of them. Like you have like one that you try like a lot of times and you insist that it's gonna work. No, so I tried that one yesterday. I, I say like a brilliant joke, but I really liked it and. It was just basically because like, I'm I'm trying out this like Norway material because I didn't really do that when I started. Didn't talk that much about Norway. Oh yeah, that, that's something that like I find that so there's some sometimes they see comedians that they're telling like fake stories or stories that are too general. Yeah, and this is not that funny because people are like, yeah, that's not real. That's, yeah, but when you talk about yourself and when you talk about like like that, that's how, that's how I found my way to like. I, I felt like that was the moment that I was like, all right, I can be funny. When I started to talk about the fact that I don't have boobs, and it was <laughs> to start with it, and that's it. And and people liked me already. Like, yeah. Okay. And also, I feel like you might have the same problem because you also, like, you're very pretty, you have a pretty face, and it's something that usually makes comedy life harder because most of the comedians, they have a lot of, like, I don't know, they're ugly or they're fat or they, they have something different and and they make fun of it. So for me, when I go up on stage, I had one time a joke that I found hilarious, uh, but people did like I don't I don't think they've ever maybe I did it once, but mm. I would I can't say that it's it's me like that I can't go on stage and be like all right so I'm perfect and yeah, yeah like it's it's not funny. And like, also, like, I guess, like, it's easy for the audience to almost turn against you because they're like, oh, yeah, well, you're yeah, yeah. perfect, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, so like, that, that's the thing. So so for me, like, when you look good and a comedian, you go up on stage, the crowd already hate you because they're here to make to laugh. They're here to, like, make fun of other people. Yeah, and people like, sometimes. People, you know, like, when you said a thing about your boobs, that, like, yeah. self-deprecating. Then they're like, oh, people okay, she's that. not perfect. They yeah. like that. So that's how I used to start my shows. But for me, for it's like time. I'm I'm a very I'm very skinny, so I, I talk about and especially because of my name, because my name is Thor. Yeah, that's and I'm so now recently I perform a lot in a skinny. Oh I am God. very skinny wow. by nature. Do you know oh when I was God. younger, I used to like wear like trousers that we obviously you guys call them pants, like in the summer because I was so. Uh, I was so embarrassed because my legs were so skinny. Oh, my God. I walk around. My mom would be like, it's so warm outside. What are you doing? I was like, no, I'm cold. So, but oh, I'd be like sweating. Yeah. That's terrible. But, but now, I'm, now I'm fine with it. Yeah, so that, that's a funny But thing. that's like, and especially because of my name, because my name is Thor. Yeah. And and, yeah, and I have this joke that a lot like of people, Thor. yeah, like, yeah, that, that's the joke. Yeah. A lot of people do ask me, is that your real name? And it's not like I looked in the mirror and I thought, I think I'm more of a Thor. <laughs> Than I am like yeah, a Dave or Jamie or whatever, yeah. <laughs> so I, I joke about that. And also, I don't think, I don't know, I didn't grow up. I don't know, but you, you talked about being a tomboy, but I, you know, I didn't have any girlfriends so I, I don't have up. I don't have a lot of jokes about that, but that's something. So now when I'm working on my, on my one-woman show, I'm like trying to think more about things that I've had and things that I, that I, like, I had in my life and stories and stuff. So it's, it's coming back to me, like all that thing and like, being yeah. bullied by kids in school. Uh, I wasn't that girly girl that like people like. Oh, you're you're so pretty. You're such a girl. And yeah. Like, no, no. I I had like I used to get into fights in school. Oh really? Yeah. In Israel. Yeah, yeah. And I've met the worst uh, types of fights. I've I've <laughs> met the the assistant of my bully, my main bully, oh. uh, in Boston uh, a few weeks ago. He wow. was he was in Boston. He sent me a message on Facebook, and I was like, "Oh my God, I'm going to meet my childhood bully," and it was it was funny. Was it was it weird? 
no. Did he fight like, you? No, no, no. No, so he's a very nice guy now. Like, you know, okay. those bullies at some point, they realize they that they're off. like, yeah. 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 No, but like, I, I, you know, like, I didn't have any girlfriends growing up. And it wasn't because I wasn't interested in girls. It was just because they weren't interested in me at Do all. Do you think so? Oh, absolutely. I had, I had nothing. I also, I didn't hit puberty and I, until I was like 22, I think. I was so late with everything. <laughs> I lost my virginity quite late. And I, yeah, I was... Um, yeah, no, I was not like... So th- this is funny things. Yeah. I, and Especially I when you have like a pretty face and you tell those things, people would be like... Because people usually like, oh, he looks good. Like, you're probably like a fucker or something. Especially in com- comedians. Oh, yeah. Comedians, they... they that's load, that's like, machines. I can't do it. I get too nervous. Oh, yeah, don't... <laughs> I could, I, yeah, don't do don't. loadable night stands. Get too oh, nervous. Oh, my God. The pressure. Yeah, I, 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 have, I have a one night stand song, too. Do you? It's called Thousand Night Stand. Oh yeah, yeah. because uh, because yeah, yeah. because that's, the, yeah. But the, the funniest thing is like so many people are having like so many one night stands, but then it's kind of like a secret, so they don't talk about it. And then like even while, so it started after I had a one night stand, and because I'm a comedian, I don't have filters sometimes, and I say what I think mm. and what I find funny. So I told this guy, he gave me like a toothbrush, and I was like. Uh, do you want this toothbrush? It's my old one. Like, you can use it. I was like, oh, that's your girl's toothbrush. He was like, oh, uh, not really. But it's, I was the first person in the world that actually told him that yeah. I know. That's because we gross. all know. We all know. But sometimes girls would be like, yeah, don't worry. And I told him, like, as a joke. I was like, no, don't worry. Can you, I can use my, my finger. Like, and <laughs> but he was so in shock that I knew that it's the girl's toothbrush. Yeah. I was like, listen, I'm a comedian. I know everything. Like, we all know everything, but we don't say that we don't talk about it i don't have filters so i would say that because it's funny yeah that's that's observational comedy you know the first time you hear like observational comedy and you're just like wow you think like that as well that's like that's the best that the first time a comedian just says something that you you are thinking and everyone's just like wow do you know those usually in a lot of like comedy shows you would find a very annoying girl uh, usually she would be the only loud person and she's like oh my god it happened to me too and she's like in <laughs> shock that it happened to other people but yeah it happened to everyone yeah. but then people sometimes need to hear that to feel comfortable about themselves yeah and that's why i love like that, that's my favorite thing about comedy and also that's why the comedian is telling the joke because it didn't only happen to him he knows it happened to loads of people yeah. but i do love that when that when someone's just like oh my god that happened to me as well and yeah. we're like I had, no kidding. I had one joke that I still sometimes thinking about it. You know that you hear a joke and then that specific thing happened to you after that? And you're like, oh, it's like the joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, so all the time. I had a joke that till today I remember the joke every time I go to the bathroom, to public bathroom. The joke was very stupid. It was one of my first jokes. And it was... Um, those moments... Like I don't even remember how it started, but like I was talking about the fact that... like the hand dryers in bathrooms in public bathrooms Mm. no matter how long you're gonna stay with your hands you're gonna leave the bathroom and like and and wipe your hands off on your pants and i had so many friends that like for years later told me like by the way i still think about you every time i'm going to that's a funny joke though that's funny i don't think there's a punchline in there maybe not but okay maybe it's just a funny observation yeah that that is so true yeah yeah that is so that is so true you always do that um, no, but you know, yeah, when you hear stuff like that for the first time, you're just like, wow, like, well, I, especially me, like, when I went, started going to comedy clubs, 
as a kid, I was just like, wow, you think like that as well? I thought yeah. that was only me. That's like, yeah. that's why people like laugh because they recognize themselves. Yeah, and that these are my favorite silly humor jokes. You know what I'm talking about? There's mm. some comedians that have like silly jokes about, I don't know, they're usually very sarcastic. And there's one comedian from Israel. I have no idea who's this guy anymore. He was, he used to do like open mics when I started. Yeah. And then he stopped. But he had so many funny, like, short sentences that I was like, oh my God, this is like, and I till today I will remember that. Like, I remember that he said, I even don't remember his name, but I remember that he said, like, do you know that when, you remember when you were kids and you wanted to turn off the, the light, but you're sitting on the couch and you just stare at that thing and you're like, maybe I'm spatial. Maybe I have like spatial power, and you just stir that like, uh, how do you say that like that? The switch. And the switch, and you're like, you're trying like really hard to turn it off. Oh uh, yeah, I've and done the, that. Yeah, everyone done that, and that's a joke. But uh, like to hear that, and like, oh my god, I'm not the only moron yeah. that did that. Or yeah, he had like another thing that when you go to the beach, and then you know that you swim so far, too far, and you're like, all right, I'm just gonna go a little closer to the beach to to have like someone else farther than me oh yeah in case that a shark will come yeah <laughs> oh my and god I, I did that all of last summer literally yeah, I yeah was, every yeah. time one and guy one, it just needs to be one guy who's better out than you and I'm like the shark will definitely take him instead of me yeah and, and that's what I'm saying like these jokes like they don't have like punchlines but it's so true it's just so true and but I just, guess that but that's the that's the art of jokes though that you need to you can have the observation, but you need to find a punchline. You need oh, to yeah, structure yeah, it, and yeah. then otherwise then it can be just... so good. Yeah, and you can like you can you know you can have that, and you can say you can't do that with other things, and you can give an example. You know, some like those people who have like a perfect ten minutes, mm. but one hour show. I don't think that it's that yeah possible to build. Like I don't know. People in the crowd are not that stupid. So what's After your... ten minutes, dude? Yeah, like, oh, then you're right. like, okay, we get yeah. it. What was your show? Why is that? What's your show going to be called? Uh, Israeli Wonder. Oh, yes. I like so it. So I dressed up as Wonder Woman. Yeah. In the poster, and I'm just really concerned how I'm going to promote it in Edinburgh because there's so many shows. And yeah, because no, I'm going up no. there as well. So there's so many anti-Israelis. And oh, yes. So it might be not that easy. But surely but it's like, a challenge. Yeah. And also like people who see comedy, they are like quite often like quite liberal people. Ah, uh, no. So there are many so? people, there are many people, I, I've, I've talked with many people that have been there as Israelis or as Jewish and yeah. and they all say the same. It's it's hard. Because oh, really? there's so many people that would be like, I would love to come to your show, but I don't support Israelis. I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. And it's, I've never had anything like that. Obviously, I don't really and know what I'm talking about because I'm the white, yeah, like, you know, yeah, white yeah. man. Yeah, I'm so. pretty white too. Also, yeah. I live in Boston, so. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't realize but that. Yeah, I yeah, wouldn't have thought about that. But yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe some people would. Yeah, it's it's weird that it happens, but it's hap- it happens, and I think so. The group from Israel that went to do the fringe like a few years ago, mm. and they promoted the show as a joke. Uh, they said uh, they they gave flyers, and they said if you hate Israelis, come to the show. As a, oh, like, yeah. It's a joke. It, it's pretty funny. And I, they think ended up, I think it's funny. I, I found it funny too. And they are from Israel. They ended up with a show. They, they're like full of anti-Israelis in the room. Oh, no. 
<laughs> That's oh, no. bad. So people just thought it was like... Yeah, some of them like stood out and like, what's going on? Like, you're from Israel? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And they were super scared. It is like... That's mad. Yeah, yeah it's such a funny they, joke. Did, they didn't realize that that would happen. Yeah. and Because I'm doing a show with another Norwegian. So we don't have... <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of people like, I'm not going to come to your show because I hate oh, Norway. Oh, yeah. Norway, it's like the best place to live, I think, like to come from. Yeah, probably, like, I, maybe it is a very good place to come from. Yeah. In terms of like live quality. Oh, hey, man. How's it going? So Hello. Oh, <laughs> he's a comedian. Yeah, all, all the fans are here. All the fans are In here. the what? British Library. <laughs> are, you, are you studying? Is that why you're here? Yeah, yeah, I've got exams. Oh, fucking hell, no man. No open mics for me at the moment. No open mics. I haven't seen <laughs> you for a while. No, I know. No. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Man. Yeah, I'll see you later, man. Good to you. Yeah. So that was a fellow comedian on the open mic circuit here in London. Okay. Um, Only open mics? He's very good. I'm, okay. I'm sure he... I'm, I, I know he's done a lot of... He's probably one of the first people I met when I started doing comedy here and uh, straight away, very, very funny. He has a killing tight min- uh, five-minute set, which oh, is really? so good. That's good. Uh, and he knows about it. <laughs> he knows which one it is. He, compl- okay. he, he looks very young. Yeah, he, he does look he's very young. Very, uh, he's very young. How old is he? Do you know? Like, I don't know, maybe 20s? 20, yeah. Okay. Maybe 20, 21. There's so many comedians here and also so many comedians that are very nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I, in Boston, they're not very nice. Really? They'd be nice to you when you come from outside of the city for like a few days or if you have credits or if you did something big. Mm. And for me, it's so stupid. Like recently I had a show and the guy before me, uh, no, the girl before me, she was introduced as she opened for that guy and that guy. And then I went up after her and I was like, Hey, I opened for Amiram Tuvim. They just started to give like Israeli comedians names. <laughs> they're like they're pretty big in Israel. Like they like that's a good credit, but no one knows them here. No so now I need that, to work yeah. everything from the beginning. Are you kidding me? I I think I think I agree. I think a lot of people here in 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 Britain are very nice. And I think for me, like moving to London, obviously I have friends in London who are actors that I went to drama school with or you know just in that circle but i i got it's quite easy to get a lot of friends on the yeah so in, Bo- in boston it's hard to get friends yeah yeah it's a very like i don't know like they're very closed community and i don't feel comfortable there yeah like for me i prefer like to go to la and i know that everyone is like it's hardest competition but at least it's you, you're aware to the fact that it's a competition. In Boston, they're even not getting paid. So I'm like, ah, no, yeah. that's ridiculous. It's kind of like a circus. Like, no, I don't want to be your friends. You don't have anything to give me. I don't have anything to give you. So let's don't try to fake it. Like, don't try. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I can see that being hard. I think that is what is so nice about London is that it, I, the thing about it is in England, if you go outside of London, you can do gigs in front of a lot of more people because there's so many things going on in, in London. But outside yeah. of London, if there's a comedy night on, a lot of people are like, oh, let's go and see the comedy. Yeah, so but- Americans, I don't remember who I was talking with about it, but Americans don't go to comedy shows. Really? Enough. No. Which is weird compared to here. Like yesterday, there was, I did a show in, uh, oh, I forgot what's the name of the place again. Uh, but I did a show, and the first half was a comedians that just tried some new material mm-hmm. for the Fringe. And then the second show was, like, me and other comedians. And there were people at the bar downstairs, and they heard that there's comedy. And they just, like, came upstairs, like, 
to yeah. watch comedy because they're here and they like to and laugh. they like comedy, yeah. yeah. No, that does happen, but I still feel like it can be tough to get an audience in. I think it, it, it just depends so much on the gig and where the gig is, the location so of the gig. So I, I find it like easier that's something that I'm trying to, to work on to see if it's possible because in Israel the best paid gigs are not in the center or not yeah. going to be like in the center of the comedy clubs but outside there are like so many people that have nothing all the week yeah so once a week they have comedy shows so they know that that show happens every week and they go they pay they and and yeah that, so that that's like for me oh yeah it's probably trying better to, to target like a smaller place than yeah. a big city yeah even though it's easy to think oh but in london there's a lot of people living here but there's so they're many things going busy. on, and yeah, they're so busy. Yeah. And they're just like busy with their own lives, and especially nowadays, I think if you tell someone, "Oh, a gig is two hours," a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh, two hours—that's a long time." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it is, and it and it is a long time. Yeah. And I do it every night, and sometimes I'm just like, "Oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead inside." But uh, here we go, <laughs> one more time. But then sometimes you see someone, and you're just like, "Man, you're good. I want to be as good as you." Or, yeah. You know, you get inspired or maybe you bomb and then you get like annoyed. I'm like, I'm going to write some new jokes. This isn't yes. good enough. It's, uh, I find it like an addiction comedy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You absolutely. can't just stop. That was the thing I was going to say with um with the thing about becoming recently single. You know, like uh, very often when you come, uh, people become recently single, they do that thing that they start posting a lot on social media. That's like the classic. You can tell that someone's single because suddenly there's a lot of, of posts yes, on social media because they, they want the likes. and yeah. Just like... Just they don't want the likes. They mostly want the other person to see that they're doing so well. Yeah. But, but all the social media is like a huge, big, fake world. Yeah, no, it's, it's <coughs> not true. But like, it's like, yeah, you want the other person to see that you're doing well. But you also, if other people, you know, like the post, then you yeah. feel better yeah. about yourself. But I think with comedy and... I think it's almost weird because you sort of get that verification from the audience. Yeah. You know, they laugh and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm okay. Maybe I'm not awful after all. Which doesn't mean that it's a lot easier to become single when you're a comedian. But you get like, you sort of get the, you know, that verification from yeah, somewhere those, else. Yeah, those like, those moments of my life were like came out to be the, the best jokes I have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because it's so easy to write about it. Yes, it's real and, and it comes from like a real, real, real place in your heart that was so pissed or so mad or so sad and, and that's like what people like to hear about. And also everyone's experienced some of those things. You know, yes, like exactly. It, it, everyone, everyone can yeah. relate to it so yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. But I, I'm, I don't really go into... Like I haven't gone into detail that much. Like I go into detail about my experience... But I don't talk about other people too much. Do you okay. understand what I yeah. mean? Yes. Um, but but, that, but then, then that's the thing. Like other people would hear your stories and be like, oh, it happened to me. I know that feeling. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that thing. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, like in terms of other people, I mean, <laughs> if you break up with someone, there's you and the other person that... Do you know what I mean? So, I, yeah, so I have to say, I, I don't, like, talk about the specific people, yeah, but I know the stories, and yeah. I know that behind every story, there is an asshole that broke my heart or something. <laughs> and there's one guy that actually really broke my heart and made me feel very sad, and that's... Do you hear the micropenises jokes? Yeah. Yeah, so that's the guy. And it took me, I think, maybe three years till I wrote the jokes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because you went over it? or like. But, 
I I kind of like I was over it, but but it was still like sitting in my heart yeah. because I was I was so pissed. And another thing, like he broke up with me. It was the first time that I was like, oh my god, that was like because he's not the the first guy that broke up with me, but it was the first time that I was really sad and I was like, okay, what are you doing? And I went to work and a girl at work told me she was like, are you still like laughing at everything? You should be sad. And I was like. All right, tell me what I should do. What I should do? Like I was, I felt like okay, I'm, I'm ready to to be like dumped by someone. Oh man, and, it's awful. And she was joking, so it's just like, oh, go home, eat ice cream, watch TV. And I was like, all right, all right, I'm gonna do that. So I went. It's a, it's a funny story that I've never told on stage, but I went to a, the ice cream store next to my house, and I got, I I ordered like half kilograms of of. Yeah. yeah it's like oh, it's yeah. like yeah i was like worst case i'm not gonna oh, finish yeah. it so i just got like that's not actually that much it's not that much no. but it is like it's, a, it's a lot of ice cream yeah so i asked him like he asked me of it was i think like 2 a.m yeah it's tel aviv everything is open like 24 7 so yeah, yeah, yeah i asked him for the the half kilo like okay i want this and this and all the flavors then i was like all right how many spoons do you need and how many cones and i was like oh it's only me <laughs> and he was looking at me and he was like what no and then he just like put a lot of like spoons in it and i arrived home and i was like oh my god what does he think that i'm gonna open them a new branch or something <laughs> he just put so many of them but it was so good i was sitting watching friends eating ice cream and it was like i had so much fun i was like what, what? that is the classic one watching friends it's amazing it <laughs> it's was so perfect good. because you feel alone but you have the friends <laughs> i have the friends yeah. i have the ice cream i was really happy i i was really happy i think i have like i, I posted a post on it yeah, on Instagram, on uh, Facebook, when it happened, because I think like it reminded me that once in a while. But do you ever feel like so you you make the joke about the guy with a micro penis? It's right. a revenge. Yeah, but definitely. So, so you you don't care like does no, he know I, that you I, have that joke? Does no, he know? I don't, I don't think so. He lives in Israel. Oh, okay. and also another thing about micro penises. A lot of men don't realize they have micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> like he had so much confidence, and I was like. Is he aware to that? Like, I, I was like, I don't maybe know. Maybe he thought that all penises were like that. Yeah, and also maybe he didn't, I don't know, maybe he just watched porn and said like, oh, that's probably very big, like the boobs. Like, it doesn't fit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Also, so, but then again, if you have a micro penis, what are you going to do about it? But like, there's no, there's no. Yeah, oh, yeah, you can you can do other things. It, it wasn't like the be- the worst sex I've had, but, but also I was in love with him yeah the, the only thing it and was you go and attack him he was he was older than me like he did me a favor basically i was like obsessed in love with him he couldn't tell me he loves me because they had that like emotional problems or whatever oh, and he was 14 years older than me oh wow yes wow. yeah so he did me a favor a huge favor so oh yeah well we're thank... breaking up with you yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, that, no. it wasn't like a bad breakup he told me that like he doesn't want me to be in that situation and and deep inside of myself, I understood. It. I, I definitely like okay, that's a good move. Um, but yeah, it broke my heart. It was so sad. It was never said like that oh, after a breakup. Yeah. And when did? How long after that did you move to uh, the states? So that happened, I think, like two thousand and three, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was way long time. Ago. Yeah, then I moved like a few years later. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's so. Uh, that's so cool. I'm very intrigued about. Yeah, like, but I, I have. I kind of like around. have a dream that one day is gonna listen to those jokes and be like, <gasps> like I wait. Like I don't know. I just would pay so much money to see his face. When's the last time you did stand up in Israel? Uh in 2015. Oh, and I did stand up in Hebrew in uh, in Boston to to just like a, an Israeli flight company. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
So I did that gig. But when you did stand up in Israel, did you tell that joke? No. So I wrote it, I think like a couple of years ago, maybe less than Oh, that. okay. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, it took me, oh yeah, more, more than three years. It took me like probably five years after the breakup to write those jokes. To write that joke. But when I wrote them, I felt so good. <laughs> I was on the plane from Vegas. Were you still uh, in Vegas? What? Were you still annoyed at him, like so many years after? Like, uh, is that no, why you felt so good, or just no, because no, you were like, I "This just, is a I good joke"? Felt, I just felt like very good because I was like, I, I could still like. There's something in when I don't know you're being into a trauma or something or a sad emotional moments in your life. That feeling can you can bring it back to yourself. Hmm. So when I thought about it, I was like, oh, "That's it, I won." I like ah. have those jokes now. So <laughs> it's it's something you can still bring to yourself, like. The bad feelings or something, and yeah, oh yeah, no, definitely, and I, it's not just it's with everything, you know. Like uh, there's so many. I mean, you said it earlier, but like you can say depression, but you can also say anxiety. Yeah, so many people will relate yeah. to anxiety. Or yeah, especially in the days of this world, it's it's insane. Mm. Like I remember <laughs> that I was like very down in Boston because I didn't have a lot of friends and I didn't have a lot of life and I couldn't work and I did I didn't want to I didn't want to do anything and I was like I knew that it's gonna be better at some point because I'm a very like positive person but still I, in that time in my life I was like I I can't relate I can't like I can't say that I can relate to them but I could understand how people kill themselves mm. like I was never think about like oh i should kill myself or something like that but but i was like it's easy to just like give up like i could understand them yeah yeah so i judge people that committing suicide like differently now and oh yeah yeah um, yeah. yeah it's like well, that that's life though like yeah, you, exactly you i just stories. like whoa fuck life is fucking terrible yeah i can be yeah but it, it doesn't can have be. to be. Oh, but yeah, that's be. that's definitely. So So for me, I'm trying to bring something better to the world and try to, like, if I know that someone is sad or something like that, I, I will be there and I will, like, we should educate our kids and, like, the world in general to... Because I blame, like, society. Yeah. When, when someone is killing himself, it's definitely society. There's a comedian in Boston that killed himself, uh, I think, a year and a half ago. And... It was something weird because I remember that I was traveling with my husband and, you know, we both know this guy. And I told him, like, wow, that's a very sad... He wrote, like, a post on Facebook, like, please send me the saddest songs you know. And oh. I saw that and I was like, oh, my God, what the f- what's wrong with him? So I asked my husband, I was like, do you know if he's okay or something? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, it's a comedian, like, comedians, it's like that. And I was like, I, I don't know, that's, like, weird. But then, like, he told me, like, it's okay. And I was like, all right. Like, I've seen, like, other posts like that in my life. And I was like, okay. I ignored that. And the day after, my husband woke me up and was like, I have very bad news. Oh. He killed himself. Like, the other, I was like, oh, my God, it's my fault now. I could, I, could, I could talk to him. I could do something. But I feel like I can blame, like, society that we ignore people and we don't see other people's problem. Mm. And instead of, like, like, if you see someone and he's telling you, like, you ask him, like, how are you? And he's like... Uh, my life my life is like annoying like I had a bad day or something so automatically passing the energies to you and then your life is less good mm. right now and and it's kind of like an energy thing so for me like every time that someone is asking me how do I do I'm like amazing 
Yeah. Like how like all people are telling you morning. Because you want to send out good vibes. Yeah, like people that uh, you. I never say morning, like good morning, but people, a lot of people are like morning. Morning. Like, no, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good, yeah. good. But that is so true. Like I have the thing, and that's actually after moving to England because we're not that. You know, in England, people are very polite. Yeah. And sometimes you know they mean it, and sometimes they don't mean it. But it's still a very nice thing. Like in no way we're not that polite. I'm. I always, if I go to shop or you know any service, I always there are like, oh, many suicide so like, in Scandinavia. That's like so funny that you're saying. I think that. especially Sweden. I've heard <laughs> yeah, this Sweden, I think Sweden is the number one. I've country. heard so. I it used like to be so. yeah. when I lived there. But um, and I joke that like ah, I can understand them. <laughs> it was so cold. It was that. Do you remember <laughs> the the winter of 2010? It was one of the hardest winters that Europe ever had I can't remember it but uh, I every it was like minus 35 and stuff it oh yeah like maybe really I do remember bad. where my uh, where my grandparents are from we have a cabin there it's like at Christmas Eve it will it, it's always it's so cold that you know you. it's a classic you can have coffee in your mug and if you throw the coffee in the air <gasps> okay, it yeah, freezes it's, yeah that's beautiful I love it <laughs> that, that's like that's like where I'm from <laughs> I love snow yeah no me too and I probably miss snow because when people are like here in England people are like oh it's snowing but I'm like it's gonna disappear though like you can't yeah. do anything in Norway we go skiing like yeah. and we use the snow it's, like, it's like Boston yeah like, oh yeah it's colder Boston's than really Boston cold, yeah it? but it, it is very cold in the winter yeah no so I, I definitely miss that um, but but also yeah. I prefer like snow than rain Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. Rain's yeah. annoying. Snow yeah. is charming. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's, it's very beautiful. similar in a it's way. It's so beautiful. But yeah. also, like, it's not gonna make you like wet as fuck. Yeah, no. After yeah, that's like a thing. walking somewhere. It's just more pleasant, you know. If yeah, if it's well, it depends though how windy it is. But yeah. But what what my point was that so now whenever like if I see it, you know if I go to if I'm on the bus or whatever or I always say off oh, I'm very. I very I always put a lot of of effort into saying like thank you or like how are you and you know stuff that. like that because yeah. it just makes your day so much better when people exactly. see you exactly exactly that's, like, oh, that's thank you very much yeah no you don't Bo- have to do a lot to make people feel good about themselves so in Boston like I always say hello to my neighbors they don't give a shit they are <laughs> so mean people like they're looking at me I like, love that you keep saying hello <laughs> yeah always good morning with a weird smile and they're like. They have no idea what to do with their faces. They're yeah. like so confused. Like no one ever told them good morning. But people don't really know the neighbors anymore in like big cities. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I, I don't know I don't my know, neighbors. But, but still, like if you would see your neighbors, you want you're not gonna say like hello or a smile or something. No, I probably would, but I get awkward. I'm quite an awkward person sometimes. <laughs> I just pret- I do. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Just sometimes hiding. I pretend. Yeah, I, I hide. I don't pretend. <laughs> that, oh, like it's just. But it's not because I don't want to be nice. It's just because I'm so scared and awkward. <laughs> That I'm like, I'll pretend like I'm on the phone, and oh man, it's it's embarrassing. Oh my god! I don't. No, I, I need lo- a bit I of confidence. And also, like that morning thing, like we have that in Israel too. That people just would say morning instead of good morning. Yeah. Like just add that word if your morning is disgusting. It might well, I don't know. Turn it into depends. So if one. you're really tired and someone goes like, "Good morning," you can oh, go like, "Oh, so I'm, I'm those people <laughs> oh, since yeah. I was a kid." I wake up in the morning and I have so much energies and so much like good really? energies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I'm one of those people. So people hate me in the morning. I'm like, no, you should like embrace yourself and be better. It's good that I have, um, I, as soon as I get up, I'm fine. Like I'm ready yeah, to go. I, I can go for a run straight away. I don't need, it's just out of bed straight, yeah. like run to the bus. So like, <laughs> that's normally when I go for runs. Yeah. I have to run somewhere. But um, no, I, I'm the but same. But you're good already. You don't need like, 
There's I those don't need to wake up. Don't talk to me in my first like four hours of the day. Oh no, yeah. That's so sad. Do you wake up uh, a long time before you like go to no, work or whatever? Right before. Right before. Same, same thing. <laughs> no matter what time I work, I would wake up like if it's early, I will wake up early right before and. If it's late, I will sleep all the way till I need to go there. Yeah, no, absolutely. I can't. That's why, that's actually why, maybe it's just because I'm lazy. That's why I I try and gig. I gig a lot, but I gig a lot because if I don't have a gig in the evening, I really struggle to write. Oh, that's Because good. then I will, like, if I have a day off, I will, I can't get up and write jokes. I just, like, I really struggle to get up and just get on with it. I will just sleep or, you know, watch something or, yeah. So I need a yeah, gig, I need a deadline. Hard. It's very hard, like, being a comedian because we don't have, like, a system mm. that would tell us, all right, this day you have to do that and that, and we don't have a boss to tell us what's with the jokes. Like, n- no, it's us. But then again, if you can <laughs> do it, you'll, you're going to be so good. Yeah. You can get that discipline. Yeah. You're, like, so you're I, just going to work so much more than everyone else. Yeah. And, and I found, like, a, actually, like, a, a nice system. And for some reason, I just kind of like stopped right now because I don't have time because of the podcast and the traveling and my one woman show but in January I started like uh, I called it a one moment at that and I had like seven minutes in heaven with Yael Gavish and I just like did three times a week a short video of seven minutes of me talking about one subject Mm. and I used to like I need to release it on Wednesday so no matter what even if it's not going to be 100% amazing I'm going to release something on Wednesday. Yeah. So Because you have the deadline. Yeah. So and that was so much easier. And I wrote so many new jokes in like two months just because of that. That's why, yeah. That's, that is the only reason why I gig so much because I need the deadline. It's so hard if you don't have a deadline. Yeah. And that's also good, you know, like because you're doing a show now. I'm doing a show about the French as well. That's another deadline. So now I'm oh my trying God, free- so many new things because so, I need yeah. it. I, who did I talk with about it? I don't remember. But I talked with one of the comedians... Uh, about the fact that the fringe is like the graduation of comedians yeah. so it's like your biggest you know like last project that you need to bring so you need it to be perfect and you need it to be very good and mm. and you have the deadline and you're very stressed and you're trying and you're practicing and you're you're like yeah but it's, it's true the I, big, it's the biggest deal i feel like people people a lot of comedians will work like gig for a year for building up a show to edinburgh that's like yeah that's that's what i'm doing now yeah and I mean, I'm sure there's like some people have like really good five minute sets or 10 minute sets and you can get so far with that. And other people are just like, I want to have a proper show. Yeah. Um, but I, are you uh, working on a one man show? Not one man. I'm doing a split bill okay. with another comedian who's also Norwegian. And the show is called Viking Millennials. Ooh, yeah. I love that name. I, oh my I, God. You know, I actually really like it's it as well. Beautiful. I didn't it's beautiful. It's amazing. I, I, would, I would go to that show. It's just... Uh, so we're doing that this year? Yeah. Okay. We're doing this year. So at the moment, I am trying out so many new things. So you're going to do half an hour, half an hour? I'm doing 20. And I'm she's doing... going to do like 40? Yeah. Okay. So she's been going a lot longer than I have. Does she live in London? Yeah, she lives in London. That's wow. how I met her. I, I didn't know her That's before. That's cool. So it's like a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people think that we are like related because we're Norwegian. <laughs> we're both from Norway and we do stand yeah. But I, I met her at the Fringe last year. I, I went there as an audience and then I moved to London and, you know, the open mic scene is is big, but it's not that big. Oh yeah, it's not that big. Yeah, you'll, you'll meet people. You'll meet quite a lot of people quickly. Yeah, so. I've, met, I've met one girl like twice this week. Yeah, different shows. I was like, oh, I've met you before. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then sometimes you will meet someone and you won't see them for like six months. Yeah. Even though you're both gigging all the time. Yes, that's true. You just true. won't see them. It's usually the old. same person that they would see over and over like in one month. Like, are we booked to the old, like the entire mm. month together? Yeah. But that's nice. That's recently. how you like, <laughs> that's how you make friends. That's the guy who came here actually, who I just said hello to. He was like, we just, one week, we just did three gigs in three days together just randomly never met a guy before but then That's at the end cool. of the third gig we just started talking yeah we're like, family this is a bit now. weird yeah um and and that's nice that is like the best thing with comedy i think just it's how a, you I, meet people all the time yeah I, I like the fact that you said that uh that people think that you're family it's kind of like i feel like a lot, that, that's definitely like the where are you really from subject yeah people like oh you're from israel i have a friend she's jewish <laughs> end like that's it uh, yeah Just like, well, there are eight millions of us right now yeah more like maybe like 12 millions i don't know i don't know yeah i i, I i'm not a good jew i'm not <laughs> jewish i don't know <laughs> yeah i'm jewish and i don't know so it's okay there's not a lot of jews in norway i'm sure that i'm sure there's a community the, but not loads in finland they had like seven uh people that died in the holocaust and they found out about it <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ever i went to uh to the Yad Vashem, it's the biggest uh, Holocaust memorial and museum mm. in Jerusalem. I took my husband to Israel, so we're like, all right, let's okay. go there. Uh, so we went there and they had like a huge map on the wall with like how many people got killed in every country in the Holocaust in uh, Europe. And they had like Finland 7. Oh. Was, that's so random and that's specific. So specific yeah. yeah, it was very weird. I don't know. Yeah, no, we're definitely more like Christianity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah and a lot of atheists. I also have, I've never heard about like Jewish people from Finland. No, yeah. Yeah, I'm like maybe it was the only Jewish people in, in Finland. And they were all, they got all <coughs> kills. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I feel like Norway in that sense Norway is very similar to England and Britain. It's just yeah, either atheists or and a lot of Muslims. A lot of Muslims, yeah. yeah. yeah no, that's that, the that, immigration. And, yeah, oh, no, yeah. and that is the same in Norway, actually. I'm, I remember, be, I'm being a bit uh, old-fashioned now, yeah. No, absolutely. I, rem- I remember something that, like, bothered me a lot. I had a good friend, like, Palestinian friend in uh, Sweden when I lived there. And also, I met my first friend from Gaza. Mm. Super nice guy. And he lives in Sweden now. Um, well, like, he's Christian, so it was easier to communicate and, like, very good vibes until today or, like talking once in a while um, mm. but yeah i remember that sometimes i used to see like girls that converted to islam and oh, yeah. they were wearing the the hijab like all the the things that you could see only like very very light eyes and like blonde eyebrows and that's what you see and i was like wow that's so weird to see that yeah like i don't know that that was like i very think weird it's i do think it's I feel like that, that that's the thing I feel is very different with Britain and Norway is that I feel like here people like I feel like a lot better at multicultural stuff in Britain than in Norway I say that I just feel like here in England they're like I live in Brixton which is a very multicultural place okay and probably have been it's probably been a bit like gentrified well it not probably has been a bit gentrified the last few years but at least there's such a pride from in the like yeah like one of my best mate he's he's a mixed race and he says that he feels so differently when he's in britain than when he's in norway for me i feel like it's it should be the pride and everything from where you came from but you also should 
try to learn and accept the new culture that you live in. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of people sometimes are like closing themselves inside of the of their own community and their own like whatever they know and they don't want to learn like language or whatever yeah and i don't like that no no absolutely but it's it's a mix of both because you should definitely keep oh yeah yeah yeah, of course never lose that but yeah no obviously like i think if you live in a country and you don't speak the language then something has gone wrong yeah (laughs) You know, yeah. if you live in Norway and you can't speak, there are many Norwegian. French people that live in Israel right now, and they don't even try. They just open like French restaurants instead of learning Hebrew. Really? Yeah, yeah, they're Jewish. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're why kind of like m- taking over of cities. Why do they move to Israel? Uh, because of anti-Semitic people oh. in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's they feel scary. more home. Uh, but yeah, then after like a few years, they usually go back to Paris when they finish their money because Israel is so expensive. <laughs> really. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hard to so live there. Same with Norway. In uh, Oh yeah, Norway it's Oslo it's the most expensive city in the world, no? I've, I've heard so. I, yeah, that's I, something that's that I thing. heard. Yeah, I, th- I think that it was It is very expensive. But you also earn more when you Yeah, live in that Norway. that's something that like I know too. But yeah, it is very expensive. If you buy if you go out and you wanna get a pint like a beer in Norway, it's easily ten pounds. And oh my god! Yeah, that, but but yeah, people, people would expensive. make more money, and also the the things that you get from the country are fucking amazing. Yeah, because we're, we're socialists, mm-hmm. um, which I'm very proud of. <laughs> I I really like it that. Is. And that's when people talk about like the in England, people talk a lot about the NHS, NHS, which is the National Health service and that you can go to the doctor uh, for free no one here can complain please no no go, but go th- for 10 minutes to united states without a health insurance no no but it's the opposite they they love it and they're afraid that it's gonna die because there's because now no, it's, it's under a flat so around the world i've never seen any place like united states in united states if first in massachusetts you have to have a uh, health insurance mm. if not you have to pay like basically like funds like uh the fines if you didn't have so you can get it through work or you can buy it yourself. Yeah. If you buy it yourself and you want something, it's it starts from like $600 per month, mm. which is ridiculous. It's a lot and of money. And you still like need to be like, like to pay part of it. Yeah. Like if you go to the doctor or something, if you don't have that. So I didn't have health insurance for a little bit and I went to the doctor and it's $180 just to go to check with really? a doctor. He might send it. Yeah, they got hit by a car like a few months ago and the guy that hit me is going to cover everything but I got the bills from the from the hospital and I got one stitch in my chin and I got an x-ray on my hand just to make sure that nothing happened and it came out to $4,000. What? Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, so but the, America is something different. We all, no one in Europe. I feel like you, America failed in like the health Oh yeah, Healthcare we are thing. also aware of that. That's why Obama was so popular in Europe because of like Fran- Obamacare. And yeah, Fra- French uh, France uh, got the very good health care to their people. Mm. They're getting like free sunglasses. Free? Really? Yes, why? Yes, because the uh, style is part of their culture. Oh, I really? guess. No, I don't know. Like but probably because of your eyes or something. Yeah, like eyes things. Yeah. Yeah. But they're getting like free sunglasses. No, but healthcare in England and Norway are so good, both of them. But that's because. We're socialists. Oh, you yeah, know, in, 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 like in Israel is the same. And, yeah, yeah, in Israel is the same. You maybe like pay like kind of like five to twenty bucks per month, but yeah. that's it. And then like 
yeah, no, obviously you, you pay for it in like your national insurance or yeah. um, whatever, but I would much rather do that than, you know, instead of America. Yeah, and be, you... when people are complaining about like life, like, uh, like health insurance and stuff, I'm like, oh, shut up, like live in Boston like for 10 minutes. And the, the thing is that you're always scared if you don't have the insurance, you're like, Oh my God, like one thing that might happen to me, even not my fault. And to when I got the bill, like $4,000, I was like, what if it wasn't yeah. his fault? Like, Do you have insurance I, now? So now I have insurance. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm lucky about that. And also he, it was his fault. So, Do you so get it for your job or do you have to pay for uh, it? Or? So my husband got it from his job and I'm his wife. So oh, okay. they can get it like through, yeah. Oh, that's good. Though. But it, it depends like what, where do you work and what kind of job. If I'm going to plan on being a comedian, I would have to pay like $600 per month. That, that's the thing. Like I feel it's like if, if it was the same here, I probably wouldn't have had health insurance just because I don't yeah. have that much money. So so that's something a lot of comedians in, in in United States they don't have health insurance because they can't afford it. Yeah. And it's it's so stupid. Yeah. Glad I'm European. Oh my god, you're so lucky, Pastor. Yeah. So I am lucky. I'm so lucky that I, I I'm born in Norway. It's a, it's a privilege. It's and it's not deserved. But I'm very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Like Scandinavian I I really want to go back there. Oh yeah, you should. Really want to go back. You I, should like come one to of Bergen. my dreams is to go to uh, to Finland, to go to see the the mummy, the mummy's house. Yeah, yeah, it was like one of my biggest dreams, and it will happen soon. Yeah, yeah and also s- I want to go back to Sweden. Like I've been there, I know the scene. People still remember me. Where in Sweden did you used Stockholm. to live? Oh, classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah I loved it. Yeah, like, it's it took a me a city. while, but it is a great city, and people are nice and. Beautiful the, people. This spring, oh my god, yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not Norwegians, but like beautiful. The Sweden, like, mm. yeah. Do you think so? I think like oh, yeah. all the Scandinavians, beside the Finnish people, they look a lot. Finland's like... not in Scandinavia, though. Oh, fin- Finland is not part of it. No, it's a. Uh, a lot of people think it is, but it's actually so it's not. Sweden, Norway, and Denmark, and Denmark, mm. and and really, Finland is not part of it. No, but in um, we talk about like we speak a lot about like That's the Nord- why they don't look the, the Nordic countries. Okay. so it's a part of like the Nordic countries it's yeah. not like it's not like it's just like a random country you definitely have like a but you know like I can speak Norwegian to Swedish people and Danish people yeah and we can understand each other I can't understand anything that a Finnish people really person would say no absolutely. I find them like very they look like mummies. do you think so yes because yes. they're like really pale yes yeah they're like big I don't know they look like mummies. there are a couple of Finnish people <laughs> on the scene here in England as well but we have to speak English to each other. Some of them can speak Swedish. I, I had a question about something that was bothering me when I lived in Sweden. And I, I thought that I'm kind of like, I solved it. But I'm not sure because a lot of I didn't get like a, a, a good answer enough for me. There was a thing that sometimes I found myself like talking with people. And once in a while, they just do <gasps> while they're speaking. And they, they have no idea that they did it. As in, they're running out of breath? Yes. Like, <gasps> but it sounds like that something happened. And I remember that every time it happened, I was like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, why? Oh. And I was like, what just happened here? Man, I bet I do that. And now I'm going to think about that for yeah, the rest so, of the day. So no, you, you didn't do that. But then my explanation that I got when I talked with people that are not originally from there, but they also like realize that. So it's because of the air in, oh. like, in the north. It's like... So your body is like automatically just like take a lot of air in uh, one is, time. Is it because it's so cold? Do you think? I don't think like the cold, but maybe like the oxygen or something. Like 
you need like sometimes like more air like faster mm. but yeah it, maybe so i haven't thought that about it people don't even realize that they do that no that's the thing that when you move out of a country you can yeah. see the country in a very different light yes yeah, so, like so now yeah now you're gonna notice that now i'm gonna maybe, think about yeah. that when i get yeah. back it's yeah. it's amazing but every time they ask like scandinavian people for example like in swedish people they're like what 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 the hell are you talking about and i was like you do that all the time like <gasps> and i'm like <laughs> it's weird it's like when you see that all the time like oh come on you just did it they're like did what and they have no idea what they're doing yeah and I think, <laughs> so i'm still looking for an answer to that yeah so when when you realize that other people do that there let me know i'll message yeah. you i'll send you a message yeah, yeah I'm, i'm i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> it's super weird all right we did another funny. hour and a half oh shit that's amazing it's Great so much stuff. fun thank you so much for oh, being my thanks guest. so much for having me uh, just promote your show and, yeah. and your so social media and <laughs> so my name is thor stanhaug and at the fringe i'm doing a show called viking millennials which is at the counting house we're up there for the entire fringe please come and see us uh it'll be a lot of fun i promise and i will also i was gonna say buy a drink off the show but i can't afford that no, i will just speak to you after the yeah, show and we'll become so friends expensive. yeah we'll become friends please come are you doing the free the free fringe yeah okay so free. it's yeah it's free yeah, it's, it's free, free. It's pay what you want pay yeah, what but you want <laughs> it's free just pay like 1100 dollars just give us like a 20 and <laughs> 20 pounds and it's fine no you oh, don't yeah. have to but please just come along and watch it it'll be oh great. yeah yeah i will do that mm. what time is your show It's at six. At six, okay, at that's the counting perfect. Out. Six at the counting house. So. I st- I still didn't find two shows in the same time. Like I have like two and four and five and six. Oh, you'll find nine. a lot of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. No, but people that I, I've met, I'm like, okay, I can make it. I can make it. Well, yeah, then you can. So, when's but, your show? Uh, so I'm not going to do my show this year. I'm going to just okay. go to do some spots. spots yeah, and look around and, and meet the area. And then next year. Hopefully, I'm gonna yeah. find the best spot right in time. That's the thing, though, because when if I feel like six is a good spot, but if you, ha- if you have later than six, that's when you start competing with all the yes, with the big the, ones, the, with the big ones. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But uh, yeah, six o'clock counting house. Yeah, Viking millennials. That's amazing name. I really like it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, so, you much so much for also listening to us and stay around. It's my la- oh my god it's my last podcast in London. Ah. So next week probably back to Boston. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>